Welcome to Binge or Purge Streaming Reviews. I am your host, Demo. My co-host is Joe Taylor. This is episode 40. Dang, man. We're racking them up. Yahoo. Um, Joe, what's this on the table here? I wanted to show you that. That came in the mail. This is a, uh, it looks like a Neiman Marcus catalog. It's a three quarters of an inch thick. This is a big magazine. It's, it's like the equivalent of three magazines stacked on top of each other. And it's from, as far as I can tell... Netflix. And I got it in the mail. Why? I have no idea. It's called Q. As in, oh, put stuff in your Netflix Q. Right. And then as I look through this, I'm noticing there's no publisher or anything on it. Just says, Q is a place for the diverse Netflix family to share their stories in print. It's a giant ad. Yeah. These are some of the interviews in this episode. Or uh, (laughs) episode. What's it called? A magazine, an issue. Yeah. Does anyone even know what it's called in print anymore? Some of the interviews, uh, Noah Baumbach, Helena Bonham Carter, Millie Bobby Brown, uh, Robert De Niro, Bill Gates, uh, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Al Pacino, Aaron Paul, Joe Pesci, Martin Scorsese. Anybody that's got, you know, something on Netflix right now. Yeah. uh, Joel Edgerton. Everyone who's on Netflix. So I'm wondering what they're going to do in their next issue. Because they've used, I mean... Well, this just is, a, says winter 2020, so I wonder if this is a quarterly. I think there's going to be like a spring, summer, fall. I would think so, yeah. I, I wonder how you got this and I didn't. Well, I'm a little jealous. You, you probably used someone else's Netflix password. I use my own. Oh, and your billing address is... Yes! Oh, I don't know. I did not get this. Not it, that I want it. I mean, it's, it's like a giant coffee table book at this point. I don't know. It's like, huge. Oh, and it has... Uh, Postcard just fell out. Of I don't it. even know what what is it says. Oh, for Klaus, it's like a postcard you can send to somebody with a picture of Klaus, which I, by the way, said was a binge, yep. and uh, the politician, which you said was a binge. And so, if you really want to weird out one of your friends and go, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> send them a politician to... <laughs> postcard. I'm going to right with a little Netflix thing in the corner. I know exactly who it's going to. Yeah. Also. <laughs> Um, okay, so I don't know what this is for. I, it seems... I think it's just saying that Netflix has got more money than they know what to do right, with. Exactly. They, their money's on fire. They have to spend it now. Yeah, and I also read this week that they projected their budget for this year. It's in the billions for what they're getting. Billions! Mm-hmm. They are projected to spend $17.3 billion on content in 2020. And this wow. is all because I'm contributing, you know, $12.99, $13.99 a month. And there's there's millions of us. That's enough. I don't. I, someone needs to do the math. But they got money to burn. Well, I actually, you know, I didn't think of this earlier when we were talking. But I have some of their stock, and it's like Apple stock. It just keeps going up and up and up. So, whatever they're doing, everyone's winning. Right. Well, I mean, take an example. The, our first review today is going to be da 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 a Netflix show. Yeah. So let's just get into it. Okay, why don't you uh, set it up? Okay, our first review this week is a Netflix docu-series. It just came out. It's called Killer Inside, The Mind of Aaron Hernandez. Now, have you seen it? Yeah, I watched it. I did as well. Obviously, I did watch it because I'm reviewing it. Right. 
I've reviewed stuff I haven't watched before. I'm sure. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> no, not really. So this is about the football player that murdered someone and then killed himself. And he played for the New England Patriots. He was a tight end, a fantastic uh, player for the Patriots. And this doc goes into his entire life. It's three episodes. They're each just about over an hour each. It works out to about three hours and 21 minutes total of screen time. And this is fascinating. And I want to preface the fact that I don't want to come off as a hypocrite. Because a few episodes ago, I was bitching that I hate true crime. And this sort of borderlines true crime a little bit. But I think it's more of a profile of someone's life. And not so much like a like a mystery who done it, but more like a, you know a, a deep investigation into into someone. So I'm cutting myself a break because I know I said I hate true crime stuff. That's fair though. This isn't this doesn't feel like making a murderer. This you know where this is going. Right, right. If you follow the news, you know most of what's happening. But this is fascinating, man, because it really gets into what it's like to play in the NFL abuse. Parents that are a disaster, CTE, closeted homosexuality. This has got a lot going on in it. Here's a crazy thing. I remember the original murder. I forgot that then he got, you know, brought up on charges for two other murders earlier on. Like it totally slipped my mind. And I'm like, oh my God, that's right. He killed two other people. Well, and don't forget to mention that when those first two murders happened, he was out on the town. This is when he was playing for Florida and he was teammates with Tim Tebow. Wrong. The first two murders were when he was playing for New England. I did not know that he was like a Tim Tebow buddy. I mean, talk about yeah. opposite ends of the spectrum. They're, you they got God Boy, right? God. <laughs> right? God Boy. It's, Worst superhero ever. Right? Oh, God. Here he comes. Our best. Our best Whatever. Thing. And, and it, then he's like, you know, oh, yeah, buddies with like, you know, a murderer. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. But they went, you know, they played together at Florida State, the Gators. No, University and I didn't know of that. Florida. University of Florida. See, that's what I know about college football. Florida State's a whole different thing. That's where uh, they, they steal the crab legs and stuff. Okay. Jameis Winston. Oh, that's Winston's thing? Florida State Sentinel, yeah. Okay. Flor- the Florida's Gator- the Wait, good school. The- FSU's the, the bad boys, usually. But the Gators, that's... They're squeaky clean. That's the whole... That's one of the reasons this whole thing is so weird, because it's like, how did he get through that program... And nobody grabbed him and said, get it together, man. Right. Like Urban Meyer didn't like, you know, go, hey, I, but they, they have things where like, oh, he came over to Urban Meyer's house and, you know, we had like Bible study or whatever. And I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah. Well, like, how did li- they not pick up on the clues? Because here's the thing, though. He seems like a nice guy. Right. You know, he doesn't seem like a total meathead, even though he kind of is. I mean, he's not Gronkowski level meathead. He seems like a sincere person. And I'll say what makes this doc work is the fact that they have all the phone calls between him and his mother and him and his fiance baby mama when he's in prison. And I feel like those phone calls to me are the crux of this documentary. Yeah. You really get to see who these people are just based off of these phone calls. I don't even think this doc would work without those calls. Totally agree. They paint an incredible picture of this man and his life. And it's crazy because they talk about how his father, you know, played this huge part in his life but was yet abusive, but he dies when he's a teenager and then his mom shacks up with her cousin's boyfriend. 
Did I, is that right? There's a lot of there's, weird stuff. There's a lot going of on. weird stuff going on. But I, you know, my father passed away when I was a teenager. I can't imagine my mother a couple months later moving some guy into my house. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing, mom? And he even calls her out. It's like, what were you thinking? Come on, Mrs. Demo. Yeah, she would. She would, she never <laughs> would have done that in a hundred million years. And this might like she's just like, oh yeah, bring it, bring in this new guy. That would totally mess with my head. So I mean. You can see the foundation for things in his life that lead him down this dark path. Yeah, but he also makes bad decision after bad decision oh, he, after bad decision. I'm not saying after, he's not yeah. fully responsible for his actions. I'm not, oh, you know, he got messed up when he was little. He, he makes dumb choices, man. Real stupid moves. But I don't know. It's, it's, he's not the person I thought he was. What did you think? I, he I just was? thought he was just a total, just, just, just meathead. It's like, oh, yeah. like you know, he was well liked by everybody. He was very popular. You know, he seemed to yeah. be like, like a relatively good guy to everybody. Yeah, you know? and some somebody brought up in the documentary that they thought when he started getting all the tattoos, like because you know how like a, a force in one direction requires a force in the opposite direction, right? So as he got like, as he became to accept himself as, as being gay and stuff, he started to do more and more masculine type of stuff. Right. I thought that was really interesting. I also thought it was cool that Gronk told that reporter to F off and like ripped his mic off and said, don't ask anymore. Like he kind of stood up for him. Yeah. Everyone really, everybody stood up for him in the thing other than the fact that he, killed at least one probably three people um i don't know I, it was it was extremely well done you're right and great game footage of great football footage too from his high school days in massachusetts and florida and of course uh, yeah i mean it's like it's like almost like there's enough footage of this guy hey we can do a documentary on him if someone did a documentary on me they'd have to go to like my facebook page and go okay oh. we got some stills but this guy's got footage and footage of his life growing up yeah yeah. Well, tremendous talent, and this is a really sad story. The documentary itself, I think, is a what do you? Well, you say first. Well, it's definitely a binge. Yeah, agreed. Yes, binge killer inside the mind of Aaron Hernandez docu series right now on Netflix. Okay. Awesome. Well, we talked a lot about that. Now I have another sports thing because I I love sports. You know that. Yeah. I think sports is the. Uh, is the path to uh, righteousness and a happy life for a lot of people that didn't have otherwise have opportunities. Sure. Know? I guess like if you didn't have parents or something like your coach can, can kind of do that. For oh you. yes. Look, yeah, no question. Sports has saved a lot of people's lives. Also destroyed a lot of people's lives, you know, good and bad, but I can see how if you've got that talent and nothing else, it can get you out of your predicament that you find yourself right. in. I will insist that my uh, children play sports even though they don't exist. Right, yeah, my theoretical kids. I remember thinking, like, I'm not going to make my kids play sports when I grow up, and now I'm like, oh, yes, you are. Okay, well, this is a sports uh, thing. Now, I teased this last week. You remember what I said? That you were a professional ice skater? Right, which is technically true, because I did get paid one time to ice skate. Oh, I thought you meant, like, you competed professionally. No, 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 no. Oh, look, you get paid talk to- about build-up and a letdown. Hey, that's you gotta have cliffhangers, right? Mm-hmm. Do you want? Do you have any further questions? What did you? What was it getting paid to do? What? I was an extra on ER. Oh, you're just making it worse. Yeah, and they were like, "Hey, we need people who can ice skate, uh, and have their own skates, and can skate for hours." Turned out, uh, I skated for about nine hours, which is a long time because I don't do it very often. 
my calves were bleeding really bad, but I got a paycheck that said stunt pay on it and uh, it was all worth it. Excellent. That's great. I'm anyway. so happy. I've been waiting all week for that story. <laughs> I really, uh, well, here's the other thing. I was really into um, figure skating when I was young. We went to the um, Campbell's Soup figure skating Stars on Ice at the uh, Rose Garden in Portland. I got to see Tanya Harding. I was in like the first or second row. Tanya Harding, Scott Hamilton, Brian Boitano, Oksana Bayul. Wow. From me to you away. That is epic. It was cool to me I, at the time. I'm I, sure. Hey, if you're into ice skating, awesome. For I, ugh. I've kind of, but since then I've lost all track of it. But uh, this came on, and I was. By like, the way, I love the name Oksana Bayul. Oh, who doesn't? Right? Who doesn't? Was she hot? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Didn't she date like MacGyver or something? That I, that I don't know. Uh, you're confusing her with Katarina Vitt. She dated MacGyver. Good to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so. This is a show called Spinning Out. It's about 48 minutes per episode. I'm pretty sure they made this for TV and it didn't go. This is a Lifetime series if there ever was one. But what's it on? Uh, it's on Netflix. Okay. Like everything. I mean, well, let me look in the magazine here and make sure. Oh, there's probably something about I'm it. I'm sure there is. So there's 10 episodes. Like I said, they're short enough that it was made for TV, I'm sure. It stars Kaya Skull. Scodero, Scodel Rio. Oh my God! Are you kidding me with that? I, try again, just for fun. Try that name again. Kea Scodel Rio. Okay, good. That's exactly that's fanatical. Okay. January Jones. Try that name again. January Jones. Okay, you got it. What did I say the first I'm time? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I having a stroke? <laughs> From Mad Men and other yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, Willow Shields plays the younger sister. So. This is like an alcoholic mom with two daughters. One of them ages out of figure skating. The other one's just coming into it. It gets into some uh, kind of predatory type coach uh, figures. It gets into the older daughter wanting to get back in and make the Olympics and working in a restaurant for these rich people. It's very deep, like not, not deep. It's very layered, surprisingly, for what this is. Okay, so do you remember that movie, The Cutting Edge? Yeah. With uh, D.B. Sweeney? No. D.B. Sweeney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, who was the girl? I forgot. Uh, Moira Kelly. Wow, okay. I only know that because my friend's <laughs> best friend is her brother. That makes any sense. Okay. Yeah, because I was at his wedding. He goes, this is so-and-so Kelly. Oh, yeah, Moira Kelly's my sister. I went, oh, okay, cool. Cutting Edge. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, You did you like Cutting Edge? I never saw it. Oh, serious? Yeah. I feel like it was on TV constantly. It's one of those things where I was like, okay, that's that ice skating movie with D.B. Sweeney. Pass. He was a hockey player, and she was a figure skater, and they paired up. If you liked that movie, which I did. Okay. I think most people did. Um, yeah, people seem to like it. Then you'll like this if you want to spend eight and a half hours on a series. Eight and a half hours worth? I mean, okay, I mean, cool. It's ten, right. it's ten episodes. All right. I, I'm going to give it a binge. Cool. Understand what it is. It's very upfront about what it is. It's, it's just, a lifetime series. Ver they they should have just called it Cutting Edge, a lifetime adapted series, because that's kind of what it is. All right. But it's good. It's well done, and the, the uh, actors are good and everything. So Cool. Real quick about January Jones. <laughs> okay. okay. A million years ago, me and my buddy were at the, the Witset golf course there in Studio yeah, City. Yeah. You, you, everyone's played there, right? It's like, you know, they got the, the three par. Yeah. Right? And there was this par couple three, in yeah. front of us 
they were having this massive fight, right? <laughs> and the and the guy was wearing overalls, overalls, on and a like golf on a golf course. I mean, they they looked like white trash. They seemed like right off the bus from Oklahoma, and they were fighting like you would not believe. The guy he starts throwing one of his clubs, and we're like, "What is going on here?" And it was Ashton Kutcher. And January Jones. No, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew yeah. the second part was going to be. January. I recognized Ashton Kutcher because I was like, oh, that's that that guy. And like, oh, yeah. I don't know who the blonde is. Only later to figure out, you know, years later it was January Jones because they had been dating at the time. So I did the math, the dates, and figured out that that was her. Well, and me- so I watched them have a, I think we, I watched the end of their relationship, really. On the, I think that was the breakup was that golf game they had because they were furious with each other. And I'm thinking, why are you two even golfing? Why, why are you two together? You clearly don't even like each other. Well, to be fair, golf is a very frustrating sport. Not the way I play, man. No, probably not. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's my January Jones Ashton Kutcher story. That's pretty good. I yeah. never heard that. All right, moving on. Moving on. We got a, uh, something from our uh, one of our first sponsors. Yes, we do. Let's take a moment to thank our sponsor, Eyeways Affordable Eyewear. Quality, complete eyeglasses starting at $59 complete. Prescription sunglasses, reading glasses, and a new computer eyewear line called Screen Ease. I need some of those. I have some. They're cool. Eyeways was founded by, uh, and here's the word that I can't read right. (laughs) So you're going to say it. Okay. You try first, though, like six or seven times. Ophthalmologist. Ophthalmologist. Yeah. Ophthalmologist. Yeah. Close enough. Close enough. Eye doctor. Eye doctor. Great. He, he knows things. And all orders are dispensed by a licensed optician. This is a healthcare company, not a trendy millennial startup that sends you crap product that might not even be right for your prescription. When it comes to your vision, don't trust anyone who's not a doctor. Just don't do it. I mean, seriously, that's legit. I know that this is copy, but that's that's good advice. You just buy crap from China instead of something that you would normally get at your eye doctor. Right. If if it if it's to deal with your health, go to a doctor, right? And your eyes are your health. Yeah. So check out iways.com and use promo code BINGERPURGE for five dollars off your first order. Once again, that's for iways. We love you guys. Thank you so much for the support. Iways.com. There you go. Awesome. Let's recap real quick. We have one last thing, but we talked about the uh, Aaron Hernandez doc. We talked about spinning out. Both of them we said binge. Both on Netflix, both binges. Now, do you think that has anything to do with the fact that they send us free magazines and stuff? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't have reviewed any of this today if I hadn't like perused it in this magazine. Oh, I can be bought. It's just the complete influence over everything that I do now. Q Magazine. Changing my life. Yeah.Anks, Q Magazine and <laughs> iways.com. All right. So you got one more thing, and then let's talk about the Oscars before we go. Well, this has to do with the Oscars. Perfect transition. Yes. Now, the nominations came out. We all know what they are. I want to focus on animated feature because guess what? Klaus, that I raved about, said it was a major binge on our Christmas special, got nominated for Best Animated Feature. That doesn't surprise me that want... you picked something that was nominated. Well, thank you. Thank you. I was surprised. I was like, I was like, Klaus, great. I mean, there's a lot of animation out there. And I mean, like, How to Train Your Dragon 18 got in, huh? What I'm like, I don't know. But Klaus, that was a nice surprise. And then also on that list was a French film called I Lost My Body. Is it in French? It's in French. 
and it's streaming now on Netflix. It won some prize it can. I can't remember the name of it. The Nespresso something or other. <laughs> the Palm, Palm d'Or? The, the, no. Yeah, no, no, not the Palm d'Or, but something else. It was the first time an animated movie had won this award. But I'm like, but it's the Nespresso something or other. Oh, you were, I thought you were making that up. No, it's it like Nespresso <laughs> sponsored it. It won the Nespresso Grand Prize, which is part of the International Critics Week section at Cannes. So I was like, all right, I'll check it out. Also, uh, a good listener of ours in Australia, Derek, he recommended that we watch it as well. So I did. It's one hour and 21 minutes. And, uh, oh, man, I hate it when I'm wrong. And I'm wrong about this because it just didn't do anything for me. I thought it was kind of boring. It's artsy. You're telling me that a French cartoon with subtitles was was boring and it, artsy? It, it, I mean, I yeah, knew going in it was going to be, you know, I'll, I'll sum it up real quick. The Adams Family. Go yeah. with me on this. Yes, the Adams Family. Thing. Yep. The hand. Yes. That walks around. Yeah. It's like, you know it. Yes. That's what this movie is. 90% oh. of it is a hand trying to get back to its body. Hence the title, I Lost My Body. Oh, like Wally, but a hand. Kind of. It's the, uh, you know, the animal that's been separated from its home and it's trying to get home. Yeah. This is the hand that got separated from the rest of its body that's trying to get back to its body. It's Milo and Otis, except for a dog and a cat, it's a hand. Yes. I should have a job pitching movies. Right. You do way better than me. That's the, that, that's it. And then it has the, the, you know, it's all done when flashback of the person, this, uh, like 20 something kid, maybe a little younger and, uh, what leads up to him losing his hand. And it's very sweet and that it's hand drawn animation. It's beautiful to look at. Is it a crowd pleaser? I don't think so. It's a very quiet movie. This is, like I said, a French art movie. But animated. You can watch it with American voiceovers. Dove Patel and uh, Aaliyah uh, Shawcat. I can never say her name right. It sounds right. From Arrested Development. Yeah, you and, know her. Uh, She's a great actress. Yeah. They do the American dub of it. And I started with that, and I was like, no, 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 no. And I, I switched to the uh, original French with the subtitles because I'm a purist like that. For a cartoon. It I just, just wanted to make sure that that's clear. I will, I will say this. Like, I heard I heard the first couple lines in English, and then I went back in French, and it was a completely different delivery. Not just the language, but the, the emotion I got from it was completely different. Okay, so this thing's a mess. It's not a mess. This has a 97% with the critics on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, there's a reason why it got nominated for an Academy Award. But it didn't work for me personally because I just thought it was kind of boring. And I hate myself for it. I don't want to be that guy. Like, it's the type of thing where you're in film school and you're like, oh, we're going to watch something. And it's like, oh, we're going to watch this animated movie. And, oh, man. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I didn't see it. You didn't see it. I can tell you 81 minutes is a bad sign. No, it's a good sign. It's a good link for an animated movie. Look, I don't know. I wanted to like this, and I feel like I'm being like a bumpkin for not thinking that it's like, you know, oh, it's wonderful. Oh, ho, ho, ho. it is art, right? <laughs> and I'm, I'm sort of just like, it didn't, it just didn't, it was boring. Was that, was the, that was the bumpkin or that was the non-bumpkin? That was the non-bumpkin. Oh, okay. The bumpkin to me is like, it's boring, man. The, oh, ho, ho, the art of the French, oh, ho, and the méchant. It's going to lose to Toy Story 4 no matter what, so who cares? Not necessarily. I don't think Toy Story 4 is a lock. Pixar does not dominate the Oscars anymore. 
Now, I could be wrong. We'll see what happens, you know, in February. But for me, I'm going to have to say I lost my body is a purge because it just didn't grab me. Like I said, if you're if you're into the art scene and, you know, cool animation, yes. But this is no uh, Love, Death, and Robots, I'll tell you that. Oh, here we go. I know, right? I mean, Love, Death, and Robots is the, you know, the zenith of like, woohoo, awesome. This is not that. This is this is heartfelt, and maybe I'm just a cold-hearted bastard. All right, man, I'm I'm tired. I'm ready to go home. Uh, binge or purge podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think we should watch. Facebook slash binge or purge. Twitter at binge or purge. Instagram at binge or purge podcast. Or come over. Yeah, come on over. We'll watch something together. Force us. Pull our eyelids back and force us to watch what you want us to watch. Yeah, that feels like some of these things we've reviewed have felt like that. Thanks, Netflix, for the free uh, Neiman Marcus catalog. (laughs) And uh, I don't know why I got that. Nobody else I know. I didn't get it. You got it. Actually, no one I know has gotten it. And everyone I know has Netflix, so. But they got the money. Why doesn't everyone have this? Well, send me a check then instead of a... A freaking! Uh, I don't need an interview with uh, Noah Baumbach about where his ideas come from. <laughs> Get off my lawn! All right, go ahead. All right, as always, we want to thank Just the Facts. You can follow Just the Facts on Instagram and Twitter at the Jessica Greer. And that's it for this week. For Joe Taylor, my name is Demo. This has been Binge or Purge Streaming Reviews. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Ooh.